This podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not represent other podcasts or affiliates of Gunna Geek. Check out more podcasts at GunnaGeek.com and get ready because geekness starts in 3, 2, 1. The Gunna Geek Network presents the latest installment of all things good and nerdy. With your hosts, Naki, Turna is really, really great for Ford and Chris. So I'm going to say this as nice as I can. You go to hell, sir. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> They're here each week to talk about the latest in nerd news. And sometimes they bring a special guest host along, too. As Magneto once said, ha ha ha, welcome to die. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. I want to cut you all. I'm just going to cut you all. Meat candy. Woohoo! You have boobs! So kick your feet up and relax as you take in the latest crazy episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. I'm driving to go get my smoothies because that's what I do. I, I, I drink smoothies in the morning and I'm too goddamn lazy to do it myself. So um, I'm going on my way to get my smoothie and I'm blasting Hailstorm because that's been my go-to wake-up music. And it makes me pretend like I, I'm a rock star because who doesn't fucking want to be a rock star, right? So I'm rocking out in the car and I look over at the guy next to me. And he is rocking out too. And he rolls down his window. He's, he's like motioning for me to roll down my window. And he's listening to the same song at the same point. Now, I'm listening off of my internet, so I don't know how he got it exactly. But the two of us at the same time, we're totally rocking out to Hailstorm, and that is my surreal moment of the day. This is a thing that actually happened to me. Yeah. Are we live? Oh, shit. Uh, I, Chris is saying, I'm not allowed to talk. No, Naki will talk for me. Now Naki will talk for me. It helps if he doesn't typo his shit. Thanks. I hate this. Okay, so pre-show, let's let's explain this is uh in the chat room, if you show up before our show, you can actually see little things that we talk about in the chat room. Uh they decided that it is today the Naki show uh which is waking up in the morning with Naki. Special guests include Naki, Naki and Naki and it is produced by Naki. Um, that was by Steven. Uh, Drassman has said, let's be honest, Naki, women of our generation do not want to have children because the infantilized people they have to deal with and date, true. Um, and Steven only gets the one, Steven says, Chris only gets the one credit heckled by Chris. So that's a thing that's happening right now. Um, apparently I'm supposed to be reading what he's putting on the screen and I'm, I'm not because I'm, I'm reading this. Um. It says, uh, Drassman has said, Chris, you have to be here. I mean, without you, how will we ever get the internet working? Truth. Uh, Steven says, did I just scare away two chat room members? My bad. Oh, I'm supposed to be doing voices. Uh, I don't think my voice goes any lower, um, but I could try. <clears throat> uh, let me put on my best Chris impression. Hang on, I need to put on a beard. Hang on, hang on. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 99 of ATGN, recorded live March 16, 2014. Bearded up, yo. I don't, I don't have a Chris voice. Like this isn't. Um. I, why not? Um, because I, uh, I'm not a boy. I also. <laughs> This this is awful. Can we stop doing this? Uh, God damn it! Best episode ever. Spelling intentional. Ha ha. This is seriously the worst I, I episode ever. Why are we doing that this? Part, Naki. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this gimmick is run a little. I'm back. <laughs> this is the worst episode ever. This is what happens when you put the two of us on a show together. We make up really really stupid stuff. <laughs> Chris Hansen has a Chris voice <laughs> and I can't do an Irish accent Steven I, I've never been able to um, to pull that one off you have no Irish lilt I, I'm actually Irish too I have a grandmother who's off the boat Irish and for some reason I can never mimic her um, but yeah I, could, I 
I can give you an Australian accent. Would you like to be Australian? I can do that. I think we're just renaming the show to Naki Does Different Accents each week. <laughs> All things good in Naki accents. A-T-G-N-A. <laughs> I'm in. Congratulations. We have now done the worst show that we have ever possibly done. No, no, no. This isn't the worst show we've ever done. There's others that take that crown. Are there? Like when you're 30 Are seconds really? removed from what we're saying and responding late. There's oh, yeah. That, there's one that you and Adahe did without me where you were like 30 seconds behind everything he said, and that was quite possibly the worst show we've ever done. Oh, that was... Oh, God, that episode sucked because my internet was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to work today. And you were gone, and we couldn't get the show running, and it, yeah, it was just like the worst episode we so, ever did. So my takeaway from this is the show sucks when I'm not here. Yes. Yes. Thank you for puffing up my ego this morning. I appreciate it. Um, my house smells like... Have you ever had those like broccoli and cheese bags? Yes. Like, I know my dad is making corned beef and cabbage, but my house smells like broccoli and cheese, and I'm really confused. <laughs> I'm confused, too. I'm confused for you. <laughs> Steven has said in the chat room, when you actually listen to the chat room, stupid suggestions, 99 episodes, and you haven't realized that we're trolls. That That's what we're going to realize by episode 100, and then we're just going to shut you fools down. Not really, because yeah. we like you. After episode 100, we're no longer going to be live. That'll After episode 100, we quit. We're done. Yep, that's it. We can't... Well, I mean, we can't take over the, the fanboy buzz, right? We can't have more than them? Well... No, we have to have more than them. That means we got at least what, another 60 episodes we got to do. Oh, God, i got to do 60 more episodes with you? Ouch. I love you. I, I mean, I know, <laughs> I, I, know, I know that ATGN's no tabletop bebop, but... <laughs> Aw, I miss tabletop bebop. It will return, guys, one of these days. It will. We'll be part, we'll be part of the Gun and Geek Network at gunandgeek.com slash network or gunandgeeknetwork.com. Yes, it will, and it will be amazing, because Ryan and I have been trying to work on it. The problem that we run into is that both Ryan and I are very busy people. I have two jobs, and I'm going to school, and I have a boyfriend, and trying to keep up with you people and your pop culture crazies. So, so what you're saying is sex more important than podcast? Obviously. Yes, I'm just making sure we put that out there so everybody <laughs> <laughs> It's just a simple fact, folks. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I, I love you all. I love our, our listeners. I, I love that you guys too. You, you should rephrase that. You do that in a platonic way. So those in a completely platonic way. Please don't stalk me. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I'm getting laid. Yeah, that's an important aspect in life. And then we need to like, if it wasn't. If it wasn't, like, completely illegal to do, I would totally cut in. Just, I had sex from Lonely Island. Just had sex. That was that, thing. That, yeah, that would be funny. You should just cue that up on your phone next time, and as soon as it's done, just push play. Hmm, I'm okay with this. You go for it. Let's figure I like this, this out. plan. This is a good plan. Or just put it on loop the entire time. So, like, 30 seconds later, you'll get to hear a part of the song, and you're done. There Hello. you go. Sorry, that was a bad joke. Ah, <laughs> Steven says once he, once they once we get to 150, he's gonna bring back fanboy buzz, which means we will never have as many as the fanboy he's buzz. He's gonna do it just despite us. But I was inducted as a member of the fanboy buzz in the last episode, so that means I would have to come back, Steven. Yeah, how do you like them apples? Don't you do, like, six podcasts I'm too, with Steven? I'm too booked up right now to do another podcast. <laughs> until I quit one of them. I was thinking about doing another podcast, and then I was like, wait, no. Depends on what you want to do and how long it is. I like Star Wars. I like talking about Star Wars. Well, that would be an interesting podcast to do, but it's a saturated market, and we'll only get more saturated as we as we approach December 2015. That's also true. So you have to find some way to make your Star Wars podcast stand out. We'd be awesome! Because it's said, us! That being <laughs> said, the Gun and Geek Network does not currently have a Star Wars podcast, so you should think up what you want to do. Hmm. Hmm. Um, says, if you, you can't quit, if you do, how am I going to insidiously destroy Naki, destroy her internet rep without this show? 
his also first true. mistake is thinking we have internet reps on this show. Yeah, I know, right? That's slightly terrifying. I'm just that dude that randomly uh, comments on stupid shit on the internet. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, I just show up. Like, hey! Yeah, exactly. I'm not naked, but I'll, I'll talk to you. So, I guess... We've rambled enough. We've talked and blathered on about all sorts of stuff. Why don't we roll into our news of the week? News team! Assemble! Assemble! And I'm going to let Naki go first, because i got to step away for like 10 seconds. Oh, I hate you so much. Okay. Um, so, my news of the week has to do with X-Men Days of Future Past, and its actual movie that's coming after that. Um, it has been announced that after Days of Future Past is X-Men Apocalypse, which I'm excited for in a way, um, because, well, I've already know, we already know that they've altered Days of Future Past to include more Wolverine and less Kitty Pride. Um, As in, Wolverine goes back in time and Kitty Pride doesn't. <laughs> yeah, well, in promo images that were just released, along with this announcement of, of Apocalypse and everything, um, it was... Uh, they they send some promo images out with it, and there is Kitty Pride. So at least Kitty Pride is in is in the movie, which is more than what the trailer has given us. Um, but it still just looks like her her hands are on on Wolverine's head. Like it's it's still doesn't look like much Kitty Pride. But there's still there, there's Kitty Pride, so we have her. Um, but anyways, so after. Uh, Days of Future Past, we have Apocalypse, which will be set in the 1980s. Um, they will actually, it will actually be released, they already have a release date of May 27th, 2016. Um, they have the same writers who are doing X, who did X2 and are doing Days of Future Past, doing Apocalypse as well, and still be Brian Singer doing it. So, there is hope for it. Um... But I'm going into Days of Future Past, hopefully as open-minded as I can be, and not thinking it's a rom-com with Wolverine putting um, Magneto and, and um, Professor X back together. I just want to be better than Brian Singer's last few movies. Because X-Men's where I started to enjoy his movies, and then he did Superman Returns, and it was all downhill from there. So hopefully this is a return to form for him. Yeah, I'm really... Well, they, it's the same writers who did X2, so that gives me hope. Because, you know, it's not... X2 is pretty good. I actually enjoyed X2. X2 is arguably the best movie in the X-Men franchise. Although First Class is pretty damn good, too. I was going to say, I really liked First Class. Um, I really like um, 2. I didn't mind, and I it didn't make me excited for X2. X2 made me excited for X3, and then that's what we got. Um... <laughs> Let's shove all the Dark Phoenix saga to one movie. And kill Cyclops before we do it. Don't forget that part. Yes. Like, all this totally makes sense. Let's do this. Yeah. that That's that's what we got. So, um, I'm, I'm hopefully, I'm hoping, you know, I have high hopes for, for Days of Future Past. It is one of my favorite X-Men storylines, so of course I'm going to be disappointed in some form or another, because as we all know, comic movies are not made for comic book fans. So, disagree. I.e., Marvel films—they're designed to work for both comic book fans and general fans. I've had a lot less heartburn on the Marvel flicks than I have the DC ones. Okay, I will give you that. I will give you that. They have um, found that nice line. Like, Sorry, what I was saying is they found that nice line I, there where you can basically make everyone happy to some extent. Now, it's not going to be 100% happy on both sides because they're trying to appeal to two different groups, but it still works, I think. It still works. It does, but like, they've done better than, obviously, our, our DC um, other half. Um, you mean the people that are afraid to make a Wonder Woman movie when Marvel makes one about a, t a talking raccoon in a tree? Yes, yeah, see, I'm trying to not rant. <laughs> see, I'm starting so this to is me away. trying to not rant. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? Because I know, I know. And I mean, DC's trying to calm down with their controversies lately, but it's not working. Like, they're still not selling me on their books. I don't, I don't think I have a single book from them anymore. Um, maybe, because it's just like, 
I, I quit collecting Nightwing after the flood destroyed half my collection, so I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to wait for trades. Um, and, and so, I don't know, like, there, that was it. That's it. I don't think I have anything. I don't even have books from them anymore. I only get a few digital books from them. I read Smallville Season 11 where Clark just became a Green Lantern, and I read Batman Beyond 2.0. Yeah, no joke. Superman has, a, Su- Superman has a Green Lantern ring now in the Smallville books. No joke. I don't... Okay. Okay. Uh, I just it's went on okay. my Facebook, and they okay. just updated my timeline, I found out, and I don't like it. Just like everyone else when Facebook updates timelines. Cause I all hate the photos Facebook in general. All the photos are friggin' ginormous. Um, this is my problem with Facebook now. I'm seeing more shit from people that I don't follow. Like... Yeah. People posting on other people's like, hey, want to go out to dinner next week? Why would I give a shit about this post? I give zero fucks about this person who I don't know it is. Um, because you're why? Why oh. Facebook? So I should go back to the chat room because we've missed some comments in there. Uh, in reference to Stephen continuing the fanboy buzz, he goes, "It's my show. I can do whatever I want. It'll be the Stephen show. Just because it's called the fanboy buzz doesn't mean it needs to be a good b." C, excuse me, A, be good, see the Van Showkiller episodes, or B, be about comics, or C, <laughs> be longer than 30 seconds. And, and Chris has a suggestion for what you do for your Star Wars podcast, Naki. He says, Naki oh, does yeah. a Gollum impression and talks to herself about Star Wars. My precious. My precious. My precious. Sorry. I, I would watch that show for at least 30 seconds. <laughs> At least 30 seconds. My precious. So, let me move move on to my news, and then we'll run through a couple other stories before we close out today. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm trying trying really hard not to laugh right now, and I can't help it. Should I just keep doing that? My precious. My precious. So, let me me get us back on topic here. This is an interesting story that I'm bringing up, and a lot of people are trying to construe it as a war in the comic book film world, is that we all know that Marvel, excuse me, uh, DC's Batman vs. Superman got pushed back to 2016. The date was announced, and it coincided with untitled Marvel movie, is what it said. Marvel has announced that that movie is, in fact, Captain America 3. So in 2016, as of right now, you'll have Captain America 3 and Batman vs. Superman open on the same weekend. And just to clear something up, Eric, everyone's like, oh, Marvel, that's really, they're being really ballsy, they're going to lose on this, they should have never put their movie at that date. Let me point out that Marvel's had untitled Marvel movie at this date since June 2013. It's DC that's here trying to put the fight to them by moving Batman vs. Superman to the same date. That being said, I expect one of them to slip dates now. I'm still going to see Captain America, and I don't even like Captain America before Batman Superman. Well, that everything said, uh, all the early reviews are out on uh, Captain America 2. It's supposedly very good because they let a bunch of people watch. They said, don't publish full reviews, but you can give your initial impressions on Twitter. We're cool with that. And it has been overwhelmingly positive. A lot of the feedback I'm seeing, granted, it's a lot, probably a lot of biased fanboys, but it's the same kind of stuff we got on Iron Man 3 and some other things, is that Captain America 2 might, in fact, be a better story than any of the other Marvel movies out there, and a lot of people said they enjoyed it more than The Avengers, even. Interesting. See, I really like The Avengers, so... My thing is is that I just get bored with Captain America, but I like his supporting cast, like Falcon yeah. and Black Widow. And, and the that fact that Winter Soldier's in this one, too. Yeah. They're already starting to hint at the fact. Uh, I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to really cross over with the movie in some way, shape, or form. And it's that a very, sucks. very minor spoiler for anyone who's watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who's not caught up. There's a mention this week that Nick Fury's gone to ground, and that's why Coulson can't get a hold of him. I think that's going to tie into Winter Soldier somehow, that Nick Fury's gone to ground for some reason and can't be found. It's just, it's conspiracy theory. I don't actually watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I know that I should pick it up because it's gotten better, but I just haven't. It's peripherally tied in at this point. I don't think there's going to be a direct connection, but I will say the last couple episodes have been really good. Hell, the last episode they brought Lady Sif in, and that was fantastic. And I love her. Yeah, she was badass. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> Did you know it says on our website that we have 111 episodes? 
That's is that because, because of Tabletop Bebop in our cutscenes cut episodes? Yes, and because okay. of some of the spoiler alert theater stuff from our previous network affiliation. So oh, that's right. There, there are other episodes on our feed, but that are not necessarily the ATGN Prime, for lack of a better term. Yeah, Prime. Prime. That's what we're going to go with. Yeah. <laughs> i got to make us a new logo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, but taking us back to the... Captain America 3 versus Batman versus Superman. Something's going to shift, and I'm pretty sure it'll probably end up being Captain America 3 because it's really tough for anyone to go up against Batman. I don't care as much about Superman, but the fact that Batman's involved in that, tough fight. And it, it's a no-win for both Marvel and DC to try and split the box office that weekend. That's also true, but still, I'd still see Captain America before Superman Batman. I would, too. <laughs> because we all know I have my issues with Man of Steel and Zack Snyder's Superman. I bitched about them quite a few episodes, and I won't do it again because people will be like, shut the fuck up and go away. It would make me sad inside. I still haven't seen it. I've seen it. I didn't buy it, which is saying something for me. Ooh, <laughs> let's see. We've got some comments in the chat room. Evidently, YouTube's having some issues. It keeps buffering things, so I'm not sure what's going on there. I apologize. Um, Draftsman has said X-Men First Class was a really good movie, but he's actually excited about the Apocalypse movie. But I don't believe that's until the next X-Men movie, after Days of Future Past. It's Apocalypse. Uh, yeah, it's after Days of Future Past as Apocalypse. Um, Draftsman has also said, the problem with Wonder Woman is it is a character that it is loaded. A lot of people have invested into the character and will feel betrayed or disappointed no matter what direction they take the character. I'm sorry, that is a bullshit excuse. That's just because... You know, they. she's not difficult to portray, to be honest with you. Like, they had an entire TV series. If they wanted to, they could go with that backstory. They can go with any of the many backstories, but honestly, it still boils down to the same thing. She's an Amazon. She's a demigod, I think. At one point, she was a demigod. I think she's a demigod she in the current now. series. Yeah. Um, and she's a badass. <laughs> like... It really does. You don't have to give her an origin story. You don't have to do that. It's way overrated. Everybody knows who she is, and I don't understand why they feel like we need to have all of this history about her. When honestly, you can just give us a movie about Wonder Woman, and we'd watch it. Um. Yeah, it's just one of those things. So, uh, Draftsman continues, said, characters that are clones of Wonder Woman like Xena have free reign and are free not to disappoint people. It's... But, uh, see, I think that the statement that he just made could be settled about a lot of different comic book properties when they try and first launch a movie, is that people will have a lot of their preconceived views of how it should be and should not be. And, like, for instance, say they do the Doctor Strange movie, there's going to be Doctor Strange fans that are both happy and unhappy with what happens, just like me with Amazing Spider-Man, for instance. Guardians of the Galaxy. Fan who fucking loathed most of Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, but I'm actually excited about Amazing Spider-Man too, so I'm conflicted. I liked Amazing Spider-Man. I liked it better than the Tobey Maguire. Spider Not Okay, taking that back. Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire series, was the best of the three. Um... But and I and or of all four of the ones that have been out recently, Spider-Man Two is the best. And then I did enjoy Amazing Spider-Man, and I think it's just because I was so burned from the Spider-Man Three that we had. Yeah, Spider-Man Three—that's what happens when a studio can't get out of their own way to try and do things. I have my own issues with that. So you want you want some breaking news? I just saw. Breaking news! Breaking news! That you heard it here been, first! Well, I don't know if you've heard it here first, but there has been a leak of what the Ninja Turtles toy line will look like for the upcoming movie from actoys.net, and here is your first look at the Ninja Turtles from Michael Bay's new movie. Feel free... Whoa, wrong window. Sorry Are you about, about to put on porn? No. Here you go. Here is the new Ninja Turtles for your viewing pleasure. It looks kind of lame. They're wearing God damn clothes. it, Michael it Bay. Like it looks like Donatello almost has hair. I can't really tell. Michael Bay. No. Well, I mean, look at that. Why do? Why are they? They're. They're. Why are they so long? Why is it wrapping around their heads like that? Why does Raphael look like a street thug? What the fuck is this shit? Why? Okay. Oh, it's why like does Michael? Took, it's like they took the live-action Turtles movies from the '90s and put them on steroids. It looks like. 
But why does Michelangelo's nunchucks have three? Well, that's a toy, so let's bear in mind some of this could be the way they refactor things for toys. Not this looks like speechless. shit. <laughs> well, I, okay. mind, you, we're already predisposed not to like the Ninja Turtles movie because Michael Bay is attached to it. it. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. The shells are a little bit bigger than I thought, and they're a lot more muscle-bound than I expected. But it's not a terrible look. But it, it's, it's awful. Very, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's going to be very CGI on screen, so maybe that'll translate better than the plastic toy impression. I don't know. <sighs> I'm going to go kill myself. That's not a very good thing. You have to understand, Ninja Turtles is like... Looks like Donatello's got suspenders, too. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> you have to, okay, so you really have to understand my love of Ninja Turtles to understand why this pisses me off, like, so, so much. Um... Ninja Turtles is basically the thing that spoke, that taught me English. Uh, not the best English, obviously. Um, it was it was my introduction into what I considered normal society. Now, granted, I didn't have many friends who were girls. Whatever. I don't care. I just... Or at least they weren't outwardly fans of Ninja Turtles. I don't know. I just... Uh, uh, you okay over there, Naki? Right in my feels. You don't have <laughs> feels. That's right in my icy cold heart. It hurts me. Heart. It physically hurts me to see things like this. Like I love. I I know the 1980s Ninja Turtles were cheesy and funny, and they weren't super serious like the 90s Turtles became. But they were still my turtles, and then. <laughs> You know, the current series of Ninja Turtles that is uh, airing on Nickelodeon, they're very reminiscent of the 1980s. Now, granted, they've, they've changed a, a lot of stuff about them, but they're still fun. They were The Turtles are fun. Their comics are fun. They're still, like, they're super serious parts of it, but it's still fun to read, and you want to read these. And this, What the shit is this? This is awful. I've been playing too much <laughs> South Park Stick of Truth. I heard it as super serial. Super serial. Super serial. Side, side note, I did just beat Man Bear Pig in a South Park Stick of Truth, and it was fantastic. Because, yes, you can meet Man Bear Pig after you unfriend Al Gore on Facebook. <laughs> that game is, the game is fucking amazing. I'm sorry. I really want the game. I really don't want to spend $60 on it. Yeah. Wait until it gets cheaper. So, going to the chat room, when uh, the pictures came up, Chris Hansen said, in all caps, Gah, kill it with fire. And Steven has asked, why do they have loincloths? Because <laughs> they got to hide their turtle penises when they're inside their shells, probably. Have you all, like, you all have now literally heard my heart breaking. This is... <laughs> Well, you want to continue your heartbreak, and we'll go back to the Wonder Woman conversation for it. No! God! <laughs> Steven has said, let's be honest, the big issue lays with trying to find someone to compete with Linda Carter, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There's my douchey comment for the day. <laughs> and Draftsman has said, Steven, are you saying we can... Excuse me, Steven, are you saying we are all still in love with Linda Carter we cannot replace in our hearts? Will we move on and be able to make another woman as Wonder Woman? <laughs> well, apparently we have Gal Gadot. <laughs> Yeah, we have Gal Gadot. We have the cartoon version in Justice League, which I thought was really well done. Yeah, the cartoon, the cartoon Wonder Woman movie sell more than all of the other ones. Ah! <laughs> so continuing on, uh, Chris Hansen. When I mentioned Spider Man, he said Spider Man One feels really dated when he watches it now. I completely agree. It does feel a little more dated. Uh, and back on the Ninja Turtles, he, Chris has also said these designs look like shitty fan art. And Draftsman has said. <laughs> they don't look like someone painted the Toxic Avenger green after he took it down the steroids. <laughs> and Steven has uh, pulled out our quote of the year. Naki, I'm going to go kill myself. Chris, well, that's not a very good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving that somewhere. I said it like five minutes ago. You should tag it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love our, st our silly <laughs> little show. 
It's like it's just like our everyday conversations getting filmed before people. So. <laughs> God. All right. Should we go into nicer news? We have nicer news. Terminator mo- news. Oh yeah, let's go into the Terminator news. Maybe that won't make you cry. <laughs> I'm just gonna cry anyway. So oh my god. <laughs> Guys, right. we broke Naki. We did it. All it took was showing me Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pictures. God, I, can't, I can't even do this. <laughs> Guys, you, you really broke Naki. I congratulate you. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Michael Bay. <laughs> this is quite possibly our best worst episode ever. <laughs> Michael Bay, you killed me. So do you, want me, do you want me to take a story while you regroup here, Naki? I, I want... I'm going to go kill myself, and I want my tombstone. Fuck you, Michael Bay. That will be my death. <laughs> well, while Naki's uh, trying to regain her composure here, let me give you two quick stories that have to deal with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agent S.H.I.E.L.D. is now bringing in uh, Major Glenn Talbot. For those that aren't familiar, he plays a role in the Hulk comics as uh, Thunderbolt Ross's second-in-command and a lot of stuff. They're bringing in Adrian Pazdar to play that role, who you might be familiar with as Nathan Petrelli from the Heroes series. So, oh, I was thinking Milo Ventimiglia. Ventimiglia, or however you say it. Who would be a perfect Ventimiglia. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. Wrong person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this isn't a huge leap for them to do that because he has the look of it in this picture they're showing, and at the same time, he's done a lot of voice acting for Marvel right now. He's basically the voice of Tony Stark in all the cartoons at the moment. I'm the voice of Tony Stark. Right. Come on, I pulled off a great Chris impression earlier. That's true. So I guess the question a lot of people have is whether uh, they might start bringing in Major Talbot into the next Hulk movie or something like that, if they do a Hulk movie, since they've established that character in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but who knows? Oh man, if they do World War Hulk, I'd be super excited. They did an animated version of it, and there was a rumor they were going to do a movie of it, but you're probably going to have to wait until they've done at least another Avengers flick before they could consider World War Hulk. That's true. I just think World War Hulk was a great story. If you didn't yeah, do all the mad. tie-ins, the tie-ins were awful. Uh, that, you just described every Marvel event right now that the tie-ins That's right. true. That's true. But I mean, like, I like the basic story of it. The base story was pretty good. All yeah, right. it's not bad. I had one other story on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Episode 17, they're bringing back a lot of previous guest stars. Bill Paxton's coming back with his character. Saffron Burrows will be back as Victoria Hand, and she looks exactly like Victoria Hand. And a whole crap ton of other agents will be, take, will be appearing in this episode, and it looks like it could be bad. The synopsis they give is, Coulson and his team find themselves without anyone they can trust, only discover that they're trapped with a traitor in their midst. It's me. It's Naki. Naki's on Coulson's team, and she's the traitor. It is. Always told you, don't trust the ones with the mustache. Twiddle, twiddle. I'm going to throw it back to Naki. I think she's regained her composure after the Ninja Turtles news has shattered her world. Yeah. Why would you bring that up again? On purpose. (laughs) There's a reason. All right. Well, there you go. So, my news that I tried to talk about before... Um, Terminator Genesis, which is the next Terminator movie coming out, has just added J.K. Simmons to their cast, um, which I'm super excited for because I basically love him in everything that he's been in. Um, he is the best James Jonah Jameson ever. Like, I honestly don't think that anyone else could play him. <laughs> um... Did I call him James Jonah Jameson? Did I, really I think so. That? I think I did. J. Jonah. You all know what I mean. What the, what, f- fuck you, whatever. Um, uh, but it looks like it's going to be... Uh, Terminator Genesis is supposed to take place after Terminator 2, before Terminator 3. So it's like Terminator 3 times 2? What? Yeah. Anyways, um... So it looks like that. Let me make sure I have this ex- like right. Um, it looks as if he is attached to be an alcoholic detective 
that has been spending the better part of three decades following Sarah Connor ever since the first appearance of Terminator. Who could that mean? Well, if you take into account the ter first Terminator is now 30 years old, it, this could be the detective from that case. So, would that be we'd be getting rid of the female Terminator movie, whichever one that one was? T3, I think. Was that T3? I think. And then where would that put the Sarah Connor Chronicles? I don't know. They kind of slammed that to fit between different continuities. Yeah, like, it's not really... This is the thing that's killing me with the Terminator series, is that there's so much content that they... They only have a certain amount of time that they can put that in. and Or they could just blow up continuity. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, the, there's so much continuity with Terminator between, you know, the comics, the shows, the movies, and they haven't really established where anything is actually taking place. Yeah, so, that's true. It's one of those, like, I really want to understand where Genesis is taking place, because... I like T1, T2, those two are my favorites. Um, the T3 was meh, the, the one with Christian Bale was just god awful. Saracana Chronicles were pretty good. Um, yeah, it was just like. So, but, anyways, I was just excited to see J.K. Simmons added to the cast. I really like him, he's a very good um, actor. And. Other stars in there is like uh, well, obviously we've got Arnold returning, Amelia Clark, Jason Clark, uh, Jai Courtney, and um, the people writing it are uh, Leda Calogridis. I'm probably fucking up her name royally, and Patrick Lussier. Um Although the only thing that makes me Excited for that is nothing because. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <that> was blunt. <laughs> um, if you look up their their who what they've written, their biggest ones are Shutter Island, Nightwatch, Drive Angry, and Dracula Two Thousand. Yay! Nothing. <laughs> so. Right now, I'm excited for J.K. Simmons, and that's all I got. <laughs> and Drassman has said, oh my god, Naki is human. She's emoting feelings all over the place. Yes, I've actually come out on the internet as a, I am human. You're human? Actually, I thought you were well, a robot. I'm cyborg. Yeah, I thought Cylon. so. Cylon. What? What? Your legs are stupid. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I don't I don't have any other major entertaining stories. I had one last thing I wanted to talk about, and then we'll probably wrap things up since it's a slightly shorter show this week. But this one's a semi-serious topic. If you listen to some of the other shows on the network, like the GunnaGeek.com podcast, you've heard us talk about it a little bit, but patent trolls, they're the devil, especially when patent trolls come after podcasting. For those that aren't familiar, there was a story, the story hit last... Well, excuse me, last week, the Nerdist was on top of it, Adam Carolla's show, a bunch of others. There's a, a company in Texas, we'll call them patent trolls because I don't want to give them their actual company name out there, that have basically filed a lawsuit against Adam Carolla because they claim they have a patent that controls the mechanism by which you subscribe to podcasts. And they sued him first. Basically, the takeaway here is, is they're saying they control the uh, subscribe method and that they should get a cut of it. But what they don't realize is there's not big money in podcasting. You've got some really huge names, but for every one of them, you've got like a thousand shows like this one, where podcasting is a hobby, and if they made some money, that'd be great just to pay for the bandwidth that's used for podcasting and maybe to get some better equipment. This is a ridiculously slippery slope we're about to go down if Adam Kroll is to lose this lawsuit that is taking place. He's pretty much rallying his forces. He's got a lot of the podcast community behind him. He's actually started a crowdfunding campaign on Fund Anything to um, use for his legal defense against patent trolls. And I'm checking it right now to see what it's up to. Last week, when we did the Gunning Geek podcast on Tuesday, it was up to about $105,000. As of today, on Sunday, March 16th, I believe it is, he's up to $149,000 mm -hmm. he's raised for this legal defense against patent trolls. Um, just to give you an idea of some of the people that are helping to support him in this, he's got himself, Jimmy Kimmel, another podcaster, Mark Marone, he's a big name, comedian Doug Benson, 
he's running a uh, benefit that'll be on Wordondo Beach for raising money on this and gathering awareness. It is a really, really shitty situation we're in here now. And honestly, you're going after the podcasters. We have no money. You've got like three big names who make money off of this, but the vast majority of people, like I said earlier, we do this for fun, and you're basically going to take our hobby and make it so we have to pay even more to do it if this ends up happening. Or you can't use your subscribe, or you can't set up methods for subscription easily enough. And it was mentioned by some other folks, why isn't like Apple and Google getting all over this, especially Apple, because iTunes is all about podcasting. That's one of the things that is held responsible for the big podcasting boom, because you could find them via the via the uh, podcast store on there. It's it's a really, really shitty situation. I encourage you, go find out more. Re- do your own research on it. You can go to... Um, Where's the uh, URL I'm thinking? Uh, Adam Kroll has got a bunch of information about his event and the defense on his website at adamkroll.com slash events or go to fundanything.com slash patent troll where uh, they've got a video talking all about it, a lot of background on what's going on with this situation. I really glossed over it. Keep in mind, I am not a lawyer. I have no legal standing. This is just my interpretation from how I've read things. So do not take anything I've said as the gospel truth. This is just what I've read from other places. I don't want anyone to be like, well, Chris said this. (coughs) Causing legal issues. <laughs> Chris is the gospel. Chris is Chris is the gospel. Like you just need to know this. Like if you, you if you ever want the truth, you have to go to Chris. The wow. End. Um. Thank you. Ha <laughs> Saves me from having to do it. What? <laughs> no, I'm all sad. Are you sad inside? Yes. And for those who are being cynical about what he might use the money for raising this, he's said that. Everything that he makes off of this will be used for the legal defense. Every quote, every dollar of your donation to the Save Our Podcast Defense Fund will go towards the legal cost of defending the Adam Carolla show against this company's name, who I won't say. That's me saying that's frivolous lawsuit. This fund will be raised on the behalf of all podcasters and their fans and send a clear, crystal clear message to all patent trolls that we won't back down. So check it out, fundanything.com slash patent troll or adamcrolla.com slash events. There's an article on The Nerdist also talking about this that came out, I want to say, like, Monday or Tuesday of this week. It's kind of a big deal if you enjoy podcasts. I'm not saying give money or anything like that, but be read up on it. (laughs) Steven has pointed out, remember, though, 10% of nothing is still nothing. (laughs) Also true. Uh, Steven has asked if he wants gospel music. Does he go to Chris? Yes, you go to Chris. Chris, we'll, see, we'll serenade you with gospel music. I will? Yes. Yes, I will. What was I thinking? I, of course, <laughs> music good, sir, because I am a musician, not really. Don't let me talk anymore. Keep talking, Chris. No, I think I think we should start wrapping up the show. Aww. <laughs> Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about, Naki, before we go into wrap-up? No, I'm good. So, in our traditional fashion, we'll wrap up the show by talking about what we've been getting into, what we are getting into, to just share that with the masses and see if maybe you guys might be interested in it as well. I'm going to start, because that's my prerogative. Yeah, I've been playing a crap ton of South Park Stick of Truth, and then on Tuesday I swapped out and started playing Titanfall also. It's a really good mix of games for me. Titanfall, I will say, it's a multiplayer-only first-person shooter, but it is surprisingly a different kind of first-person shooter. You have, like, a jetpack. You can run on walls. There's all sorts of different routes you can climb around in worlds in. And then you get giant fucking robots that drop from the sky that you can control. Kaboom. Really fun, and it's surprisingly well-balanced because every uh, human character that's running around the ground, they're called pilots in the game, has an anti-Titan weapon, which is what the mechs are called as Titans. So, theoretically, any human can take out Titans with a couple shots if they get the chance. So... Well-balanced, if you get a Titan, you don't run roughshod over everyone. It has been a really, really fun game. I'm going to be playing some of it this afternoon. So if you want to see stuff on Titanfall, pay attention to my Twitter feed because since Xbox integrated Twitch in, into the Xbox itself, I've been live-streaming all the gaming I've been doing on Titanfall. So I'll be putting tweets out about that, or just go to twitch.tv slash spidey616, and whenever I'm playing Titanfall, there'll be videos playing there that show what's going on in-game and then have a camera on me as I provide commentary of me going, why the fuck did I do that? Oh my god, I'm so dumb! Stuff like that. Or forgetting the camera's on and muttering curse words to myself. Fucking, fucking, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, but if you have have an Xbox One and you haven't bought Titanfall and you enjoy shooters and things like that, give it a try. And even if you're not a huge shooter fan or you're worried about getting eclipsed in skill really quick, 
what I like is it's generally 8v8 players, but then the computer also spawns grunts and minions on each side, which are just computer-controlled characters that you still gain points for killing, and you can level up that way. They're less difficult to kill. So it's well-balanced. If you're a great FPS player, you can play it really well. If you're an average player, you'll have fun. Even if you're not a very good FPS gamer, this game is still a lot of fun. A ton of fun. And um, going back in the chat room, I see right now that Draftsman has added, I listen to Mark Marone, and we have to give money to the cause. This is going to kill podcasting if we let them do it. Back on the patent troll issue. It, it is a big deal, and I haven't seen a ton about it. That's what scares me. That's why I made it a point to bring it up on the Gun Geek podcast this week, and I wanted to bring it up this week on ATGN as well. For it's our tens deal. of followers. <laughs> For our tens of followers, we're doing our part. <laughs> <laughs> but really, all I've been getting into this week is podcasting and video games and watching some TV here and there as I get caught up on stuff. It's nothing exciting, guys, I promise you. So I'm going to toss to Naki. What have you been getting into? What are you getting into? Um, so let's see. Uh, this week, I have not done a whole lot. We... Um, we've been doing, <laughs> been working a lot. That's what I've been doing. Um, boyfriend and I have been playing the Dresden Files uh, uh, RPG. So had a night of that um, with his friends. And then uh, what else have I done? Um, I've been playing Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Oh, um, so good. <laughs> Love it. And it's really good. Like, they remastered it for the 3DS, so you get, like, 3D on it now. And it's actually really well done, because you know sometimes they don't do so good. Mm -hmm. It's really well done. Um, I'm still as frustrated with it as ever, just like I was the first time I played it, whatever, water, how many years ago. That game makes me hate water temples. Anytime I play another Zelda game, I get to a water temple and break out in a cold sweat. It's just fucking fuck fuck, like, I, the entire time. And I'll be sitting there, and there'll be little kids around me, and I'll be like, fuck you, muttering fuck fuck right now. Anyways, anyways, so that's a thing. Um, I also found out that on the Androids, um, you can download Lego Yoda Chronicles for free. Ooh. So uh, i played, been playing that on my phone. And um, show-wise, they put Archer Season 4 up on Netflix, so guess what I've been watching? And, um, yeah, uh, boyfriend got an X-Bone, so if he decides that he's going to be live-streaming things while I'm over there gaming with him, you can see me on Twitch. Um, I might actually, I, I am in the debate now, now that I have multiple people who have X-Bones, I am in the debate of, do I go buy myself a new TV and an X-Bone? Well, what you could do for now is just log in your boyfriend's expo with your live account and play stuff on there from time to time, too. I could do that, too. Because my girlfriend does the same thing on my expo, and is that she logs in with her Xbox Live credentials and plays some of my games on there, and it's not a problem. It works really well. The camera is actually smart enough to know that if I'm holding the controller, I'm who needs to be logged in, but if I hand her the controller, it logs her in automatically then. Kinda That's cool. kind of creepy. Well, you have to enroll in it to tell it to do it that way. But That's it's a convenience so thing. Creepy. Uh, but it's it's one of those I might do, I probably won't do because uh, we have C2E2 coming up. Um, which again I'm not crewing, but I will be attending. So I'm going to be spending more money than usual. Um, if you are attending C2E2, if you're crewing C2E2, if you do not respect the crew of C2E2, you do not need to talk to me, and I will punch you in the face, more than less likely. In the um, face! In the face! Um, and then, uh, but anyways, um, we have to high-five at some point. Sorry, I don't do hugs, um, unless I previously know you. Um, you attacked um, me and hugged me, if I recall correctly, at C2E2. I know you! <laughs> the first time we've actually met in person, like, what the... <laughs> no, you found me. You found me because of my hair. I waved. I and I'm waved. like, holy shit, it's Chris, and then I attacked you. Attacked. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you found me first. <laughs> that is true, I did wave first. Therefore, you are open for attacks. Um, I see, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, that's, that's basically what's going on. Um, I will have... At C2E2 with me, my posse so far is a boyfriend and a potato waste. So it'll be it'll be an interesting show. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, it'll be weird because I'm not on the crew, and uh, it'll I still, yeah. 
I might be at C2E2. I'm not sure. It's between Geekcation and C2E2 that weekend, assuming work pans out for me able to get out of town. My vote is for C2E2 because, yeah, us. <laughs> C2E2 is going to cost me a lot of money if I go out there because I spent way too much money last year. Yeah, but it's C2E2. That's a good point, I suppose. Uh, I did have one last thing I forgot to bring up. The Humble Bundle this week is uh, Humble Bundle Mobile Bundle 4. It is Android games. And they have now developed an app that does the Humble Bundle Android game installer on your phones. So there are one, two, three, four. There are nine games, I believe, that you can get with Humble Bundle 4, assuming you pay more than the average, which is currently $3.83. And one of those games is Catan. So, nice. Yes. I would go go to HumbleBundle.com if you're interested in that and download Humble the Humble Mobile Bundle 4. It's for a good cause. And we've talked about the Humble Bundle a lot on this show before. We have. Oh, and if you are in Lexington, go see our buddy Anthony, who is currently uh, at his first table at his first at his second con ever. Um, highly recommend visiting him, giving him high fives. He's awesome. He's at Anthony Bachman on Twitter. If you have the chance to do that, his phone when the battery is powerful, uh, he has been tweeting back and forth because I've talked to him a few times. He's been having a blast. It sounds like good for him. And I'm sure he'll be on next week on episode 100 to tell us all about how the con went. Yep, we have. Episode 100, we have a whole lot of guest hosts lined up. Um, past yeah, so, and present. So, f- clarification for everyone, episode 100 is going to be a little different from how we normally do stuff, because it's going to be just a bunch of people who've been on there before. We're going to hang out, tell some stories, and maybe bitch about some news. I don't know. We'll I figure might, it out as we go. I might break out a new game for you guys this week that we could play as a group. I'll just tell you, it's called Porn or Pony, and we'll give more details on it then. That sounds saddening. (laughs) The saddenings. It's actually not too sad. I'll tell you about it after the show. I think I have, but I can't remember. Okay. All right. Well, we have a whole... So next week we'll have... The, we'll have a full house it'll probably be a little bit longer of a show since you know we'll have a full house and um yeah thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of all things good and nerdy on the gunna geek podcast network you can find ATGN in a variety of places some of those include our website at atgnpodcast.com or on certain apps like stitcher radio in fact, we're even on Gunna Geek's main website at gunnageek.com slash network, where you can find all things good and nerdy and all of the other shows that are part of the Gunna Geek network family. If you want to get in touch with the show directly, don't forget you can use any of the social media methods like Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy or Twitter at ATGN Podcast. That's not your cup of tea for getting in touch with us. Don't forget about the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN. We check it each week, so leave us a message and we'll get back to you and put it on the show. That's going to wrap up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Join the Adahe, Naki, and myself next week for an all-new live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at live.atgnpodcast.com. The music you've heard for both the intro and outro of this show were found on SoundCloud.com and are used in accordance with the Creative Commons licenses. Leaving Earth by Abandon All Hope is used as the outro of this show, and The Wind Waker by the Neskimos is used as the intro and slightly modified in both cases. To get links directly to these songs, go to atgnpodcast.com and check out the background music section.